Welcome to the Stephanie Gerard Show. Stephanie is a psychic energy healer with a wide palette of healing tools and more. She brings transformation which serves your own personal highest and best needs. Today, she is here to share her wisdom and insights about current energy trends and what we can do to help ourselves through these ever-changing times. When calling in today, you can ask Stephanie one question and she'll give you her answer. For more information, please visit her website at whitelight.love. And now, your host, Stephanie Gerard. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Tuesday, January 26th of 2021. And I love saying that because we're not in the past anymore. <laughs> we're in the present year of 2021. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are assisted here by our host, Garrett Miller. Good morning, Garrett. How are you? I'm great. I'm not really, you're the host. I just kind of answer calls and screen them for you, my dear. I know. Thank you for such a compliment. Wow. Oh, of course, of course. Well, you know, it's been a really interesting week, and this week especially. um, You know, we've got a lot of interesting energies going on. And we've got a lot of uh, interesting peaks and valleys with humanity out in the world. It's a little bit crazy, but that's just how it is, you know, especially for right now. So this morning where I'm at here, I always like to talk about the weather and how long the days are getting (laughs) because it's so interesting to live here. This morning, it doesn't look like I got a degree. They didn't hand me a number this morning. They handed me zero. So it's like zero degrees outside, and I'm inside, and you can hear all the blowing, you know, the fans blowing in the house and little ambient fireplace. We love our ambient fireplace. So uh, we are actually up to over, we're now at not only at a seven-hour day, but a little bit beyond seven hours. So deciding, you know, just last month on the shortest day, we were at, oh, probably four hours, 45 minutes. So it's fascinating to see how much time can be gained in just one month. One month, one month. Yeah, so again, I'm Stephanie Gerard, and I have a super cool website. It is whitelight.love. And at any time during the show or afterwards, you can reach out. If you'd like to email me, I am at transformation at whitelight.love. Excuse me. Boy, trying to get my mouth in order here. I'm still waking up here. Um, It's a right, bright and early 7.0-something a.m. And on these days, it's really neat to, you know, set the alarm early. And uh, I wake up in waves and I (laughs) set several alarm clocks. So that's me. Absolutely. You know, I went shopping for more coffee. Lord have mercy, this girl needs at least two cups of coffee. But I top off at three. That's the limit for the day, every day, and before noon. So on my last round of coffee, I thought, well, what looks interesting? Do I want to get beans again? I do have the bean grinder. Or do I want to get something organic, local? What is that? And so I decided upon a local Alaska coffee. If someone like me, it's called 
fog lifter. So I thought, well, I will drink this today and not for myself, but for others so that the fog can be rolled up and <laughs> dissipate. And let's put this baby away. So, yeah, so I'm still sipping on that and waking up and enjoying this morning. All right. One of the things that I would like to bring up, because we're in, we're actually in the energies of two pretty significant things happening. First of all, we are in the window of going into a full moon, and the full moon is this Thursday, day after tomorrow. And this full moon is in the sign of Leo. So when we talk about the sign of Leo, this is a fire sign. Uh, Fire signs are also considered to be a male sign. And so with Leo, if any of you out there are familiar with our Leo people, our fellow Leos, um, they're interesting. They are firecrackers. They make things happen. Very interesting, funny. They often like to stage, rather gregarious. But this isn't all Leos. There's the quiet Leos as well. And again, as I like to share with people, this all depends upon your organic natal chart. So what we're in right now, when we have a full moon, either of the moons actually, with our new moon and with our full moon, we are sort of activated. We're impacted we are affected you know a couple of weeks ago we had our new moon and in that show's broadcast we talked about the magical wishing moon and writing out our intentions of the things that we wish to manifest so that was two weeks ago what we're preparing for on thursday is a full moon and what is the difference well the difference is with full moons, this is a time of releasing This is a time of releasing all that no longer serves us. Again, some people like to make a list. Some people will set intentions. I find it very therapeutic to write things down. And in our releasing process, we're looking at, you know, what does it do? Are we releasing an old friendship? Are we releasing our own certain behaviors you see what is it that we wish to release that's no longer serving us so that we can make room for the goodness that is due to us that's due to come in you know in my work in my work in general whether you know a person is asking for healing whether we're doing a reading connecting with a loved one um, in this process regardless of what the matter is, still an aspect of the process that needs to be included and considered. And this is grieving. So should you choose to come to me, which I think would be fantastic, but if you should choose to have a session, whether, you know, regardless of what we would like to do, what would you like to accomplish, just know that part of the journey especially when energies are cleared and removed. And for everything cleared and removed, we bring in the energy of love. But for all of that, there's still a grieving process. 
a few people reached out here in the last week who had previously had sessions. One was a brand new person. One was one that is familiar, has received uh, the healings and such. And both of them had commented, you know, this was great. I had a super, super fantastic experience and everything. But why do I feel sad? I'm sad. And the one person was like, this is like the best day of my life. What's happened here? And it's like, well, you know, in our journey, as we let go, as we let go of oftentimes our own expectations, we let go of our expectations. We let go of these old beliefs, for example, that we have to be a victim in every connection that we have. As we release these things, it's great. It feels like, okay, great. We pulled out that one weed. We've got to release this and get it out of here. Well, we bring in the energy of love, which is fantastic. And the intention there is to recalibrate the person's energies in a stronger, positive way, in a way that's reinforced. And as I always say, love is the strongest energy on the planet. Um, We do this, but in our old thinking, we're still looking for that one particular thing. We're still looking for that one emotional response that we know we can bring upon ourselves and put us put our to put ourselves back in that place of whether, you know, it can be panic, it can be anxiety. Oftentimes what I'm seeing and the counselors and psychologists note this as well when we are not clear about, you know, so let's say we have the healing, we're clearing stuff out, we feel fantastic, we walk away, and then two, three days later, it's like, well, well, wait a minute, I was feeling great, and now what's going on here? I'm, I feel disoriented. I feel disconnected. I don't really know if Stephanie did anything at all. During that process, what's happening is that we're releasing, we're grieving, oftentimes, when a person does receive healing work, those energies are being purged from the DNA, from the RNA, from the ENA. ENA is the emotional body. So it's really important to remember that as we are releasing and then bringing it back over to this Thursday's full moon, understand that whatever it is that you will be writing on your paper, I now release let's say, my judgments, expectations, conclusions about my perceptions of blank, my perceptions about my work, my friendships, my family, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the husband, the wife, whatever the case might be, understand that as we release, there is this component called grieving. There is that sadness. And how can we move through that sadness, well, this sentence will sound very simple, yet it's loaded. So what it is is this, everything that happens in our life is happening right now. And now it's right now. And again, it's right now. Do you follow me? What it's, this, what it's teaching us is that as we live our lives, as we move through these emotions, especially the sadness and the grieving, we have right here, right now in this moment. 
all the time, every day. This is a hard concept for some to accept, you know. Um, But bringing it back again to the full moon, here we go. So we're in the sign of Leo, fire sign, fire do, fire purifies. Fire purifies, fire cleanses, fire releases. And it brings us into that energy of ashes to ashes, dust to dust. I know that's a phrase out of the Bible. But think about it. Think about it in your daily lives. What does this look like? And, you know, people can sometimes make fun and say, oh, well, there you go again with all of that astrology stuff. Okay, who cares where the moon is and in what sign? And what does it really matter? It matters. Oh, it matters. <laughs> and as we evolve and as our awareness grows as far as supporting who we are on the inside, as far as supporting that innate energy that we have called our belief system, our personality, as we move through this, it helps to center and ground us. So with the full moon, oftentimes the hospitals and our uh, blessed emergency people and the police officers, they're all very aware of when the full moons are. And it's interesting because with the full moons, um, this is a fact that they have found to be true over time. No real reason why, but during the week of the full moon, most babies are born on Tuesdays and Fridays, whatever week that full moon is is in, which is very interesting. So as we release this Thursday... And we're in those energies right now. So as we're releasing, we are also birthing. Because as we release, we're birthing yet another aspect of ourselves to come forward and to create and to make things new again. You know, on Facebook, Facebook has, and by the way, I'm on Facebook under Stephanie Gerard. If you would like to find me, look me up, follow me all kinds of neat things. I like to keep things positive for humanity. We already know what's going on out in the world. So it's nice to just, you know, take, make these happy, friendly posts, some funny, some serious. But let's support the goodness that we can, which is in all of us. So anyway, I was going through Facebook, and, you know, there's always those little games, the little tests. You know, what kind of a fairy godmother would you be? Who is your guardian angel? What color is your aura? Well, there was this interesting one. It looked like a construction sign, right? And it was actually like a big yield sign. And, you know, you you click the little, okay, I'll play this game. And it it makes a statement about you, of course, you know, like all those games do. So I thought, well, I'll just roll the dice on this one and see what happens. And I loved what popped up because it said something to the effect of uh, because I was told I couldn't do it, I did it anyway. Do it anyway. And that makes me think of one of Mother Teresa's prayers. So whatever the condition or the circumstances, do it anyway. Um, I was once upon a time told that I could not be a guest on one particular radio show 
because I had never written a book. And I said, I haven't written a book. I've lived about how many sets of encyclopedias, right? And uh, I said, well, but what about this? What about that? What about experience? What about wisdom? And no, you haven't written a book. We can't have you on as a guest. I said, okay. And so here I am manifested my own radio show. We do it anyway. Uh, especially being an air sign myself, it's like if someone says, gee, Stephanie, this isn't possible, I just smile and nod and just start digging other tunnels to see what else is possible. There is a way, and there is always a way, always a way. Whatever it is that we want to do, there's a way to do it. There's a way to get it done. And how do we do that? Well, we put pen to paper. (laughs) I just get old school about this. And we write down what we wish to manifest. Ideally, that's for a new moon. But, you know, this can be done at any time. That can be done at any time. Yes. So the second energy, we're going to change gears again here. The second energy going on this week, and it's really affecting a lot of Excuse me, a lot of things and a lot of people, well, the planet. We have our infamous Mercury retrograde. And Mercury retrograde begins officially this Saturday, the 30th. And this year, Mercury retrograde lands in all of the air signs. So the air signs in astrology are Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. And there's three of us on this station that are all air signs. (laughs) We have myself, we have Garrett, and we also have Miss Rebecca. Her show is on Sunday evenings. I am Rebecca. And we are all air signs. So it will be very interesting to see how the communication impacts us over the next several weeks here. So some people say, oh, I don't want you know, to see Mercury retrograde come, all these horrible things happen. Well, let me add to that surprise element for you. The effects of Mercury retrograde actually begin roughly two and a half to three weeks before it goes retrograde. So there's a slowing down process, and that planet has to slow down before it can, you know, gain momentum again. Anyway, um, We experience Mercury retrograde three weeks before, three weeks during, and three weeks after. So we have roughly, you know, a good month and a half, a good nine weeks anyway. And what does Mercury retrograde mean? Well, it means a lot of things. And especially it impacts the sign that it travels through. And so what this means is with our communications, our communications, slow down they get confusing we have to it's like even though we communicate with each other plain as day something gets twisted in the perceptions and the translation so communications get a little screwy people it gets a little bit messy you know this is the time when we have a conversation and we revisit the same conversation later with the same person but we've both come away with completely different ideas. This is also a time where 
if a person has to sign paperwork, you know, ideally, please don't, please don't. But if you need to, there is a way to do it, just setting the intention that, look, this needs to be done regardless of the window of time. And we ask source, we ask creator to send the energy of love through that paperwork. But make sure that you read every single letter, every single word. Make sure that if you have to sign anything legal, that the wording is correct, that the intentions are correct, that everything is in alignment with what it is that you feel and believe you're agreeing to, even if it's a lease agreement. Yeah, so so that energy for Mercury Retrograde, it began... It began a couple of weeks ago, I think, when all of us sit with it and reflect upon it, just the last few weeks of your life, what has that been like as far as the communications go? Now, for those of us who are air signs, it can go a couple of different directions. Um, I do find, as a Gemini, for me, it actually accelerates things to the point where it's almost like time is moving so fast that I feel like I can't keep up with myself. And sometimes it feels like we've lost today. I believe also for Aquarius and for Libra, it, it definitely pushes us through that energy um, at a pretty fast pace. And yet it will also, you know, stop us, make us sit down in our tracks and revisit things too. So, Garrett, what are your thoughts about Mercury retrograde in Libra? Bring it on, baby. Actually, okay. <laughs> you know the construction sign thing that you do? I never play the online games. I've pretty much, outside of my public profile stuff, I've stopped posting on social media and all that kind of <laughs> fun excitement. But I saw that on right. your Facebook page, and I went, you know, I'm being called to play the game. And so I did it, and I pressed the button. <laughs> And so I'm yeah. going to share with you because I didn't post this either. I just, you know, I, but I saved the picture. It says, every person comes with a warning. What does yours say? So mine said, apparently when you treat people the same way they treat you, they get offended. And I just howled because, you know, hello, pot. I'm calling you. It's the kettle. I'm black. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I know those tests. I, I tend to not play them. Or if I do, um, I will, like, screenshot the results because a lot right. of times I don't want to throw that up there. It's like, okay, yeah, no, that's cute. Or I will post the screenshot in, you know, the person's thread, you know, whoever has started this. It's like, oh, I'll play along, and I'll do that. And, you know, that part can be fun, but it's like, eh, I'm usually reluctant to throw that up there, but when – my warning sign came up. It's like, oh, yeah, they told her she couldn't, so she did it anyway. That's right. That's been a life well, theme. Anyway. I, mm-hmm. I love your message that you received, though, because really, you and I have talked about this in the past extensively. You know, we've both been told, no, no, no. And it, at least my opinion is when people say no, it's because they are scared. They might have love for you. They might have compassion for you. They might have affection for you, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, when people are saying, no, 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 it's usually because they are deathly afraid of doing anything like whatever it is that you're imagining. 
And so they don't want you to take that leap when you are like, I am aching to jump off and see where it takes me. So, you know, I think what you're saying just hits the nail right on the head, Stephanie. Oh, absolutely. And golly, I, it was, I want to say, I believe I was in banking at the time and we, there was a class and, you know, first of all, when you're in banking, it's kind of a dry cultural environment, right? It's, it's you, money, and being proper, politically correct all day long, <laughs> which for some of us, that's a challenge. So, <laughs> but one of the classes we had to take, um, it was called YES. And of course, YES was an acronym for whatever it was, right? And it was in that class that I learned about turning the negatives into a positive. It was, um, it was interesting because it was, I was living in Eastern Washington at the time, little tiny town. And, um, you know, it was a big deal. We had the trainer come over from Seattle and Seattle was the big city and all this stuff. But this was one of the things that came up. And of course it was intended for banking, you know, like when we get the client that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, in listening to what the teacher was saying, though, it's like, well, so that lends into one of my other mantras that I learned from a different modality, healing modality, and just asking asking ourselves, well, hey, but what else is possible? What else is possible? So learning that, that no means yes and no can mean, okay, well, here's a block in the road, but that's not the only path. You know, we can walk around it. We can hike over the mountain to get to the other side of it. But, yes, people I do find are intimidated when we smile and nod and say, oh, okay, all right. You know, it. it um, you know, in my journey, and I've shared about this before, when I lived in California, being part of the meetup group and the all wonderful things that took place there, I had made the decision. I came to a place where I thought, well, I'm going to move back to my home state and I'm going to hit the reset button and I'm going to do this work out in public finally because I've been doing this work but more so behind the scenes, quietly, for family, friends, whatever. And I thought, no, this is what I'm going to do. And so when I shared this with a few certain people, it was like, you're going to do what? Oh, no way. There's no way. You'll never be able to do that. And it's like, Oh, is that right? Okay. So people's opinions are opinions, but when we are, me the rule breaker, (laughs) when we are rule breakers, when we decide, no, it can be done, it'll be done differently, but it can be done. Um, That's what I set out to do. I, you know, returned to Washington State. I stayed there for, golly, over seven years, so right around seven years before moving up here to Alaska. And I I had made that mental decision of it's time to get out in the public and be in the public eye now and continue to make footprints. And this is this is how we do it. You know, walking into those situations where I might be shaking like a leaf on the inside, but on the outside it was like, no, I'm going to be cool, calm, and collected. 
And, you know, one of those experiences had to do with being a member on one of several psychic showcases. I mean, the Seattle area is really fascinating for that. You know, Washington State, blah, 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 Washington State is a Scorpio state. And what that means is it's a water sign state. There's a lot of people there who are very gifted intuitively and um not that nobody else is, but Washington State actually tends to draw that type of energy. And so in the metaphysical community there, there's all kinds of things going on all the time. I mean, it's like almost any given day, a person can go to any metaphysical store or there's an event, you know, um, daily, whether it's a psychic fair, whether it's a showcase, whatever the case might be. And so I was uh, one of my fellow peers had told me about, well, hey, there's this one psychic showcase, blah, 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 just show up at 4 o'clock. This is who to ask for, and just let her know what you do. And so I did, and she she looked at me up and down, and she says, well, darling, you've got some confidence about you. Go, go grab yourself a seat. And I thought, just like that, wow, because I found her, presented my presented myself, and what I do, and it felt, listen, that was scary on the inside. But the outward expression was I was accepted, and not only that, I was on the panel quite frequently for over a year. So, you know, when a person does tell us no, there is a way, believe me. I think I've dug a lot of channels and roots and gone through several shovels to do it. And, Garrett, I know you understand that. It's like, you know, what else is possible here? But it is scary. It, it 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 intimidates people too. Yeah, go ahead, Garrett. You know, um, yesterday because shockingly, I have a couple of jobs that pay the bills. Um, I know, right? <laughs> and there was a young girl that came through, and the mother made a comment about how creative um, the girl was because they were buying a like a blank notebook. And I said, "Oh, are you going to write a story?" And her mom says she writes really great stories. And so I, I looked at that little girl and she couldn't have been more than like six years old. And I said uh-huh. to her, you go home and write the most amazing stories. And she goes, what if I don't like what I wrote? And I said, guess what? There's a blank page on the next page, turn the page and write a new story, but never stop writing. If you're a great writer or a bad writer, you're just going to keep getting better every day and go write a new story. And you can read that to your mom tonight. And the mom, you could just was like beaming. I don't think people hear encouragement enough, especially at a young age, and to remember the, how impactful mm-hmm. that is. And I remember growing up, people who would give me words of encouragement. But I, I also remember um, you know, people with the most best intentions in the world would give me, you know, don't do this. This is a bad idea. Um, and I always remember that too. And it's like, why would you, as this person who I value and trust, not just overwhelmingly say, oh, that's the most amazing thing ever. So, you know, I like with this little girl yesterday, you know, you could tell the wheels were spinning in her head. And I said, what do you like to write about? And she, you know, told me a couple of things. I said, well, okay, the next time I see you, I want to hear about your story. And, you know, well, at least I hope so. It's, and it's not me. It's, it's this little girl. But, you know, she's going to remember that forever going that crazy guy told me I could do this, and so I did. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. That is 
critical. It's so important. You know, a lot of times too, when when a client and their first time, it's really interesting to observe, you know, what their soul is showing me, what their gifts are, their strengths. It's it's interesting and it's sad at the same time because so many of us have not re- received the encouragement, the, listen, you can do this. You know, we haven't had a cheerleader to say, yes, Garrett, that's the right way. Yes, that's the right direction. And it's magical, too, to work with folks to help them figure out, you know, what is it? What's my thing? What is my purpose? That question comes up very frequently. And this is why, you know, we do the healing part first. And I simply call it, well, let's let's wash the windows. Let's clean off the windows first, clean up your energy field, and then let's start looking around. But, yeah, you know, it, it's fascinating because I think it's part of human nature to seek that which we feel called to do. And it does take courage. It does take bravery to step out and be who we feel called to be. But that's so cool about how you encouraged this little girl. And, you know, that'll stay with her forever. Ever. Forever. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever. You know, it makes me think of a little girl that I had come across. Oh, gosh, this was a couple of years ago. And, you know, I was in Tacoma there doing a reading one day for a lady at the bakery. There's a fantastic bakery there that um, had invited in myself and another person to do readings once a week. And it was great. Awesome. Fantastic. And anyway, this lady came in and she had a very inquisitive daughter, probably around that same age, five, six years old. And, you know, she, this little girl had her backpack and her rubber boots and it was new to go to school and, um, so anyway, so the mom had picked up daughter from school. It was half day and came down to the bakery. And mom asked for a clearing. Mom's like, well, can you help me out? And so she sat down. Well, her daughter sat down at the head of the table, which, you know, where it's a little square cafe table. So there wasn't really a head of the table. This little girl inserted herself, made herself the head of this table. So her mom and I smiled at each other across the table and little girls to my left. And um, I started through the reading and the little girl was chiming in. No, you know, it's this, not that. And she was bringing in a lot of feedback. And so the mother finally, she's more or less said, look, do this for her because it's pretty clear that the connection is you and her, not you and I. And I said, okay. So it was amazing to work with this young little soul and she was so clear about certain things and she had what I think a lot of us as, you know, we move through life and gain experiences. She had that cocky air of confidence. She just knew she could do anything. And it was so joyful to work with her. Well, she loved her time there so much. So then anyway, so you know, we finish up with the reading, all is said and done, they get up and leave. And this little stinker had, she had her backpack with her, 
but she threw it underneath the bench that I was sitting on and nobody caught this. Well, 45 minutes later, they're back and mom is holding daughter's hand and mom looks all, you know, her hair standing on end. And I don't know why we're back, but we're here. And she was frustrated and the little girl came over and she, she approached me and I'm like, well, hello again. And she said, can I hug you? And I said, well, of course you can. So she hugged me and then she leaned down and reached behind me and underneath grabbed her backpack. She knew exactly what she was doing. She wanted to come back. And so I looked at her and I asked her, I said, were you giving me another transfusion of love? She said, yes. I said, okay. And that was it. Never saw them again. But, you know, I wonder to this day about that little girl, just like the one that you spoke with, Garrett, you know, just to, because this little girl was validated in so many ways, her intuition, her Mm -hmm. abilities, and she knew that I could see her and she saw me. It was pretty cool. It was fascinating. Didn't that give you, I just got goosebumps when you told that story, by the way. Oh, she was a powerful firecracker. And, you know, with these kids, we have these powerful beings in these little bodies, and it's like, oh, boy, I can't wait for this one to come out and unfold and, you know, take on the planet. And that was the energy that this little gal, she brought to the table. And that she was the cutest thing, but I just loved that cocky confidence about her. And, you know, and then when her mother's marching her back in to go get her backpack, that little girl had a smirk on her face a mile wide. I swear. I love that. Oh, my <laughs> she gosh. Knew, she knew exactly what she was doing. So hold on to that confidence and know that we can do these things. That we Absolutely. can set these dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So how are we doing there, Garrett? Well, we've got, we've got a whole laundry list of callers, and I will tell – Everybody who's calling in today, we will pre-screen you before bringing you live on the air. So while Stephanie is talking to Mandy, who's calling about family in just a moment, um, we've got some other folks that have called in. So I'll be placing uh, myself on mute as soon as Stephanie starts and screening you, asking for your first name and the topic you would like to ask about. And then that's it. Don't give me a lot of details because that's not my job. That's Stephanie's um, conversation with you. But that's, uh, that's where we're at. Great. Awesome. Okay, you ready? I I think so. Okay, We're let's do, do it. it. Mandy, welcome to the show. You're live with Stephanie Gerard. Go ahead, please. Hello to both of you. Fellow um, air sign here, Stephanie. Oh, well, good morning, air sign. How are you? <laughs> yes, our voice socket. <laughs> oh, Aquarius, okay. Wonderful. Yes. Good. Yes, most definitely. Funny as I, you... Um, touched on the signing of the papers, I um, had a hearing, to be honest with you, January 12th. And once I received the papers in the mail to sign, it was, wasn't was exactly what I had agreed on. And it was, in the, it was supposed to be, you know, mutual agreements, how it was drawn up. The other party wasn't, um, who was, the hearing officer was or judge wasn't to have the power to implement what he wanted, if the other party and I didn't agree. So to get to the chase, I have not signed it because I know I cannot fulfill what is in this alleged agreement. Now, I have an actual hearing with a judge in April. So I am obviously uneasy 
I about am I going to be recommended in a negative way for not signing this, or am I doing myself justice by not signing it so that I don't get in any type of contempt because I know I can't fulfill that. So I'll leave that with you. <laughs> See what insight you have there. Okay, very good. Okay. So first of all, when we look at Mercury retrograde, it, it is about communication and right. things get lost, things get found. We review and re-review and all of that. Um Yes, this hearing officer was very, very hard for me to communicate with. Yes, yes. And so, let's see here. And so family matter, that's why I said the subject of family. Sure, sure, Mm -hmm. sure. And, you know, with legal cases, it can be hard to predict those things. But I'll, I'll share with you, though, what I'm seeing. So what I'm seeing is, I do see you reaching out. It may even be a phone call just to make a general inquiry. And I would suggest following up via the practical means, you know, before looking at this intuitively, just so, you know, if there's a deadline, if you have, a lot of times those things have to be signed within X amount of time. They usually go with around 21 days or so. And so it can be at that time that you could consider drafting up a letter asking for a continuance. So that's one option. Um, With you having your own hearing with a judge in April, I do see that hearing is holding more weight, quote unquote, in terms of what you are intending to accomplish here. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Because I am seeing that there will need to be at least an acknowledgement of the paperwork at present, I would be looking for any deadlines in there so that you can express something, you know, and I know that when we look at the attorneys, you know, ordering up a continuance is just like breathing, you know, it's done all the time. So, but what I'm seeing is with the stipulations, et cetera, the April court date holds more weight, um, I do see you being able to finally step into, it feels like this is um, like uh, you're dealing with a hornet's nest is what I'm saying. And it's like no matter which way you. Could you repeat that last sentence? I didn't hear you. I apologize. Yeah. I was saying that the paperwork that you have, the stipulations compare to being like a hornet's nest. So, in other words, it doesn't matter if you turn left or turn right. It's just, you know, in everyone else's eyes, it's it's wrong. <laughs> uh-huh, so, uh-huh. I I do see you representing yourself more strongly in April for the time being. Again, review your paperwork to see is you know do you need to respond, and if so, you could have it drawn up either by an attorney or by the legal assistant or just simply do it yourself. So, but I do see you, it will be working in your favor by about 75%. So whatever your intentions are, they will be accomplished by about that much. It's, I do see you in the big picture gaining relief 
whatever that means, because it feels like there's something attached to this, meaning an expectation, whether it's money or action. Um, there will be relief coming in that department for you. You won't be fully out of it, but mostly out of it. Um, I'm also seeing that this is releasing, it will release you from a different obligation that was never yours to have to begin with. It wasn't your problem to contend with, but because of family stuff, especially projections, it's like, well, we're going to just throw this in her lap and make her deal with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a, it's a custody matter if that helps you um, okay. with anything, but, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It still comes out favorably for you, and it's something that will be able to be negotiated is what I'm saying. And and, and this is the big picture. So we're not talking about the fact that you still need to walk through the steps building up to that day. But building up to that day, I'm seeing at least joint. So I just keep seeing 50-50, 50-50, So something, it will turn out favorable. There's still going to be something that isn't going to quite resonate with you. But the fact of the matter is you will have most of what you've accomplished. So that's what I'm seeing for you. And also breathe and be patient with it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Mandy. And our, keep us posted. Our next caller is going to be coming from Rose Maria. And Rose Maria is asking about focus today. Welcome back to the show, Rose Maria. You're live with Stephanie Gerard. Go ahead, please. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you this morning? I'm a lot better. A lot of chaos the last couple of weeks, but trying to get back to my health again. Back to it. So almost there. Almost there. So whatever I'm supposed to focus on, uh, I know I changed, like, drinking a little bit more water like I used to and changing my diet, but it's going to be changing more with some help in a couple months. So hopefully that will work out and exercise. So whatever's going to be focusing next for me in all aspects. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, and this is why we do what we do. So first and foremost, as you are healing and evolving with taking care of your physical body, you it does impact our emotions as well. So understand that even in that process, even though you're likely feeling better, you know, the days are up and down when we're readjusting to these changes, um, that will get stronger for you. But on an emotional level, as we clean ourselves up, quote-unquote, eat better, drink water, all of that, we do have stuff that comes to the surface. So all of a sudden we think, well, I'm moody. What's going on here? Well, as we are bringing our bodies into a healthy alignment, now other things begin to present themselves. And, you know, to say basically, hi, I'm here. Can we do some healing now? Hi, I'm here. So as you're moving through your um, healthy changes, understand that these things are going to come up for you. You might have an episode of crying. You might have an episode of, oh, my God, I've got to have chocolate and I need it now, and I don't care if I fall off the wagon for this moment. Um, Those things are going to come up for you. So I would say the secondary focus for you 
is to, I wouldn't look for it per se because these things will present themselves, but be prepared to begin to handle yourself with the emotions, you know, the emotional component, the mental component. It takes a lot of mental strength to do what you're doing right now. It sounds simple to get healthy, but it takes a lot of mental self-discipline. So pay close attention. And with the full moon on Thursday, that may bring up some emotions for you, you know, because the full moon is Thursday, but the effects of it take us all the way through Sunday, if not into next week, just depending upon our sensitivity. So keep that in mind. Um, That would be the secondary focus. It doesn't mean, okay, I'm doing this, now I'm going to jump ship and go over here. It's the ongoing nurturing of this. So you're doing the primary, but be prepared for the secondary. And as you're doing the secondary, which is tuning into yourself, okay, what do, where am I at right now? What do I feel like I need? Maybe I'll go outside and walk, walk the block for 10 minutes, whatever the case is. But stay in touch with your emotional aspect. And what that will do is also blend into bringing you into your spiritual path as well. So there's, it's kind of like a two-for-one that you're going to be dealing with. So that's going to be your next level of focus, my dear. It's the ongoing self thing in tune with yourself because stuff does come up and sometimes it's not pleasant. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rose, Maria. Have a great day. Keep us posted and call back soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Our next call is a new caller. Her name is Teresa, and Teresa has probably one of the most fascinating questions I've ever heard asked for your show, Stephanie. Teresa, you're live with Stephanie Gerard. Go ahead, please. Thank you so Hi, much Teresa. for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Sure. You're very welcome. How can I help you? So my question is this. My daughter has applied for college to go in the fall in August, September, and I'm wondering if she is going to end up moving to New York or whether she will be in New Mexico. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. Let so and what is your daughter's first name, please? First name only. Milana, like the city of Milan in Italy, with an A. Oh, Milana. beautiful, Milana. Okay. And you said New York or New Mexico? Is that correct? She applied to New York, but there's two campuses with the New York. One is in Abu Dhabi, and the other is in New York. That's one school, and then the other school is in New Mexico, in Santa Fe. Coming through to me, and it holds the higher percentage, is Santa Fe. Um, she would love to go to college in New York regardless. And she will be considered, and she may even get letters. But the weight of the matter, what's coming through today, is New Mexico. New Mexico, for her in general, would be very healing. Santa Fe is sort of like Sedona is to Arizona. Santa Fe is to New Mexico. So her journey in Santa Fe is going to bring about not just a college education, should she choose Santa Fe. It would also include um, her own growth and her spiritual walk, whether she's attuned with that or not. There's opportunity there for her to open up and develop, you know, with her gifts and such. But that's what I'm seeing coming through. The school in New York will, and I know you said there was two schools, um, one of the schools there in New York will come through like in an interesting way. 
and she'll get a letter, but it doesn't look like, hi, you're a student. It's an acknowledgement of we've received your application, yada, yada. She's probably received that already. So that's what is coming through. Yeah. Oh, so what it's is not her... an acceptance. It's just an acknowledgement on her application. Correct. The first letter, yeah. Yeah, whereas mm-hmm. Santa Fe has a different type of energy where they, it looks like they're going to be more inclined to reach through and say, hi, we have received this and you've been accepted. So They've already that done that. Will... She really wants oh, okay. New York. Oh, okay, okay. She may surprise herself and choose Santa Fe instead. And especially with us being in the energies of Mercury retrograde, um, she may change her mind between now and the beginning of March. So, yeah, but either way, she'll be successful, whatever she chooses. But New Mexico okay. is what's coming through very strongly. All right. Okay, because well, she strongly questions. prefers New York, but I thank you very, very much. You're so welcome. You're very thank welcome. You, thank you, Teresa. I love no, that okay, name, Alana. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Oh, my gosh. Isn't thank you, Teresa. Yeah. So, um, Stephanie, we yeah. have about six minutes left. Do you have any closing thoughts or Roadrunner tips to help us get through the next week? Oh, uh, absolutely, yes. You know, in the energies of both the full moon and Mercury retrograde, so we're going to have stuff coming up and communications may get a little squirrely. They might get a little bit backwards. Just breathe through it. We have to just remember to be right here, be right now, stay present with yourself and thing to do. It sounds so simple and people are always saying, oh, just be, be present, be in the moment. Well, yes, and it also takes the practice and self-awareness. So I would say whatever works for you to stay present. For me, I like to just light a candle and stare into the flame. That's a lot of fun, and it helps me to just tune in and focus. So I would suggest establishing your focus or going for a drive, go to the water, go into the mountains. But be mindful and aware that you are naturally following what your soul is asking you to do. So in terms of communication, just understand that we're going to have to review, revisit, relook, reorganize. And that's another thing Mercury Retrograde does prompt us to do. Um, if you feel inclined, clean out your closet. It's a time to release. So using those full moon energies, we can do an early spring cleaning in January, which is exciting. But I would say just do what you can to take care of yourself, always self-nurturing. If you like to get out and go for a bicycle ride, excellent. Go for it. Do it. So employ those self-help methods. And, you know, if any of this information on the show today, if any of you are finding you have more questions about, let's say, the full moon, Mercury retrograde, anything else that we've talked about today, go ahead and send me an email, transformation at whitelight.love. Or just go directly to my website, whitelight.love, fill out the contact form, and we'll see what we can do to bring clarity to your questions. Um, It is not a platform, though, to ask a psychic question, per se, unless you would like to have a reading. So we can go ahead and do that as well. And oftentimes I like to give people 
10 minutes or so so we can talk about once again would my services fit their needs and if so how would it you know how would that support them so i'm always here everyone just visit me at my website whitelight.love breathe do what you can to take care of yourself to just be right here right now and yes i am saying that that's something that i have to practice all, all the time too so that's what we can do to help ourselves, Garrett. Move through cool. the full moon, breathe through it, breathe through Mercury retrograde. It's going to be just fine. Yeah, that's what we can do. Yeah, okay, just so I'm going to give you a shameless plug. So for everybody listening, I, this is a non-paid endorsement, by the way, folks. I've had readings with Stephanie over the last couple of years, and let me tell you what an amazing energetic feeling it is. And that might sound crazy if you've never experienced this with Stephanie directly. But I really encourage you to uh, do a reading and click on her link for her website here, whitelight.love, and schedule a time where you can spend a half an hour or an hour and just ask her all the questions you ever want to ask, have her give you a chakra energy cleaning, and um, just go through one of the most magical times that you will ever have. You will leave feeling so much differently than when you, quote unquote, walked in. So. Um, Stephanie, we're going to see you live again next Tuesday, um, Saturday night. It'll be back to what's Blonde Jesus, what would Blonde Jesus do? Sunday night is the uh, Rebecca Fisk, your psychic next door. And then on Thursday or Friday, it's Rob Watson's rated LGBT radio. Stephanie, thank you very much for being here today. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening today. Thank you. Have a great, great week. See you next week.